You're listening to Smart Businesses Do This, where I am joined by Ian Naj of VidTao, who not only manages over $150 million in ad spend on YouTube alone, but got some pretty impressive tracking software that can let you know how well your videos are doing. Ian, how are you doing? Great to be here, Adam. Appreciate it. You are listening to Smart Businesses Do This, the podcast show for freelancers, side hustlers, and upcoming small business owners who want to transform their current business or business idea into a company that is built to succeed, simple to run, and gives you the freedom to live your life on your own terms. I'm your host, Adam Lyons. Let's get started. Dude, I appreciate you being here. So um, obviously there's a lot of people in the world that are like, man, I should be a YouTuber. I should get on YouTube. I should do the YouTube thing. Mm-hmm. And um, there's two arguments. Like one is become an organic YouTuber. The other is spend money on ads. Mm-hmm. Um, which of these two camps are you in if you have a favorite and why? I mean, look, I'm not going to take anything away from the organic reach of YouTube. If you have a YouTube audience, you have an amazing opportunity, organic audience, you have an amazing opportunity to connect with people in mass. And you're pixeling these people, they're getting on your, your viewers audience, your channel subscribers audience, et cetera. So I'm not gonna take anything away from that. I think there's a tremendous amount of power and benefit with that. Our particular expertise happens to be with paid YouTube traffic. So that's what we, we built our business on, what we built software around. And it's what we help people with all day, every day. So I can talk a lot more on that, but I have a tremendous amount of respect for organic YouTubers. And there's a lot you can do together. When you get a good organic audience, you can run ads to those people. They're super warm. Um, There's all sorts of fun things you can do as well. I I love that. All right. So let's, uh, let's go and imagine that somebody today is like, you know what? I don't currently uh, have any YouTube ads going. Um, I want to be successful with YouTube. What, what should they be doing? Yeah, I mean, so I think the sentiment is where you want to be, really. You don't want to build your business on one leg, right? Because if you get that Facebook, Instagram, meta leg taken out from under you, that's your only source of new customers, a paid acquisition. That goes away, which can definitely happen. We've all experienced it. Then you're out of luck, right? So we want to build our business on multiple legs. So Google Foundation is great, too. So Google Display, Search, et cetera. YouTube is amazing. Um, because it's a platform where people are already in an immersive state of mind. So they're already going there to do something specific, to be educated or entertained. And there you are, you put your content in front of someone with that kind of mindset, ready to immerse themselves into your world. You do it right. There's just a powerful connection that can take place and a lot of action can result from that connection. I love that. So um, how would somebody get started? Like, would they hire an agency or, or, you know, what what do you think is the best way for them to go about it? So I don't want to be self-promotional, but um, basically, so we built software called VidTao, which allows you to see, it's VidTao.com. It allows you to see the ads your competitors are running right now on YouTube and track them. So we we have over, I think we're over 800,000 ads now. And basically you can see the performance on these ads on a daily basis. So it's, you can model these ads as a starting point for your own offers and just take it from there. Wait, so you've got ads up there people can just copy and model? Yeah. So like if you have a competitor, you can you can search our database and you can see like your competitor's ads, see what they're running, and you can you track them on a daily basis. So 
All these are unlisted videos. You're not going to be able to go on YouTube and find these videos. Mm -hmm. You go to our database, you search them, they're going to be there and you can see on a daily basis how many views they're getting. And that's a great analog for how much they're actually spending. Because the only reason someone sees an unlisted video is because they're putting money behind it. Dude, this is awesome. This is absolutely incredible. Now I know, you know, obviously I've been in the uh, digital marketing space for a very long time. And one of the major ways that companies tend to succeed is find an offer that is already converting, not necessarily in their industry, but sometimes in an adjacent industry that's similar, but not exactly the same model, not copy, big difference, the entire exactly. ad sequence and mm -hmm. then run it yourself. And for those that don't know the difference in modeling and copying, let me just be really, really clear. If somebody says, um, you know, I'm going to teach you how to get in shape in six minutes. If you then have a video that says, I'm going to tell you how to get in shape in six minutes, that's copying. If you say, I'm going to tell you how to get shape in four minutes, also copying, not modeling. Um, modeling would be, I'm going to teach you how to get, uh, a, to get summer ready in under five minutes. That's modeling, not copying. Yeah, you know, we, we've got a slightly different promise. The timing is different. The numbers are different. And that's, that's really what you want to see. But the concept is still kind of the same. And this is what's really cool about what you're suggesting. So your platform actually um, you, you've, you've got a way for people to actually look at this and go and see it. Absolutely. And what you're talking about is extremely important as well, because, you know, not only the ethical and legal concerns, if you copy someone's ad, you're going to get a cease and desist letter, you know, if you're lucky, right? If yeah. not something worse, but go look in other verticals and see what they're doing. And so there's some kind of universal structures you can see in terms of YouTube's ads, YouTube ads, in terms of what's successful you'll see in the first 10 seconds, there's certain things that are happening. For instance, there's certain things at the end of the videos that are happening. A lot of times, just by being aware of how people are having success in other verticals, you can take that, apply it to your own vertical, and you're going to have an entirely new breakthrough kind of ad. I love that. All right. So I've got a question for you. Have you guys ever broken down the components of a successful ad and like made that available for people? Yeah, we do it all the time. So we have, if you go to our blog, get on our email list, this is something we, we do. I mean, just a couple of days ago, I was on Twitter talking about what I think, what I saw was as the most successful uh, call to action. So end of the video from the past uh, past couple of months, just looking into our database. Yeah, we look, it's something we do all the time too. So in the software, you can also just do this on YouTube, but in the and software- this is BitTow, right? BitTow, yeah, BitTow.com. So we have the transcripts of the ads too, timestamps. So you can go through- and grab this transcript and you can put it into like a, a spreadsheet and go, okay, what's happening here from second zero to second three? You think about what are, what's, what are the persuasion elements that are in place for each of these segments? What's deliberately taking place here that's moving someone from being unaware to wanting to buy this product? Dude, that's that's so incredible. Just so everyone knows, I literally just jumped on my on my computer um, and started like going to have a look at this because, like, obviously, I knew about Ian what they were doing, but I haven't actually dug into this software yet. And there are certain things that when I'm talking to somebody that you hear that lets you know that that person is a subject matter expert. And what's happening here, as you can see, my my little test to Ian was: Have you guys actually gone through and pulled it up? And he's like, Yeah, we do that all the time. And that's what you want to hear. You want to hear that somebody isn't just giving you a suggestion, but they're giving you a suggestion that they've actually done and pulled apart themselves. So Ian, this is incredible. This is so cool. How long have you guys been doing this? So I've been in direct response for about 10 years. So I got my start really working at Golden Hippo Media, which is one of the big direct response sort of conglomerates um, and launched a lot of supplement offers there. They have uh, beauty offers, et cetera. Um, and then since then, I got more into copywriting, Facebook ads, and then 
YouTube specifically, it's been four years. We launched Fidtel three years ago. And so me and my business partner and our team, we've grown our agency in Sepley over this time frame uh, into a, one of the top performance YouTube and video traffic agencies around. Dude, I, I absolutely love this. This is great. Um, yeah. So, I mean, everyone that's listening to this, this is one of those tools. You just need to go and get information. Um, what blows me away is, you know, I, I travel all over the world, speaking on stages everywhere about the importance to make money of making sure that you actually do market research. And mm -hmm. the very first thing I'll say to people is, raise your hand if you did market research before launching your business. And everyone's like, um, uh, uh, like no one raises their hand. And you've actually got a tool that, I mean, somebody could do market research just sitting on their laptop in front of the TV and just like, you know, casually browse and see what people are doing. This is incredible. Very, very good tool. What's up, what's the price of it? What do you guys charge? So it's, it's, it's a free tool um, for a limited time every month. So you have a sort of a limited time to use it every month. And then we have a paid version that kicks in after that time's up. So you get the full tool for a limited amount of minutes every month. And then after that point, uh, we charge a certain fee and then also per month is very, very reasonable. And then we also, what we do is we have training inside the tool when you upgrade a premium. So you get to see how at our agency, how we actually run things, how we run YouTube ads, how we do the creatives, et cetera, et cetera. So it's all inside the tool. And this is something that we're really passionate about. We're really learning focused agency, learning focused business, and our team is constantly producing training. So uh, we have a tracking training that's dropping uh, should be early next week. So we're just consistently churning out stuff, showing people, hey, how here's how we do it. Here's how you can have success as well on your own. Dude, I, this is freaking awesome. I absolutely love this. Very, very cool. Um, sweet. All right. So, um, you know, just so you know, how did you make the decision to get into, into doing this? Or just so so our listeners know, what what made you be like, you know what, we need to do this. This needs to exist. For for the for for Vidtal, I mean, it came from being we're in the trenches running YouTube ads all all day every day, and we wanted to know what worked, right? We wanted to be able to see what worked. There's a guy Peter Kell, you probably know him, real big video sales letter master for Mind Valley. He's had his own brands, uh, multiple eight figure exits for his direct response brands, and he says, you know, the, these the spy tools are the books you read to see what's working. They show you what's working right now. It's not learning about some kind of theory. It's showing you actually what are people having success with right now. And so there wasn't really anything on, on YouTube for that at the time. And we were logging stuff manually, trying to figure out how to stay on top of what's working, what's not working. And so we started to sort of um, automate a lot of the stuff we were doing manually and then we built this huge database out of that. And it's been incredibly valuable. We have over 65,000 users now and people are just getting a ton of value. And it's really become the leaderboard for YouTube ads where you can see who's running what, how they're doing and compare and contrast, et cetera. This is yeah, absolutely incredible. I love this and highly recommend anybody who's listening to this podcast. Because it's so funny. Most of the time when I talk to people, on the podcast and I said, oh, let's hear more about what you do. No, this is very simple, concise. You've made a really cool piece of software um, and everyone needs to go and uh, and check it out. Um, so you know, we're, we're kind of moving towards the end here, I'll be honest with you, because this is just a no brainer here. Um, we always finish up by saying to people, what is one thing that smart businesses do? So in your mind, Ian, what's mm -hmm. one thing that smart businesses do? I would say really understanding what's taking place in terms of attribution in your acquisition funnel. So what traffic is working for you? What organic traffic is working for you? What paid platforms are working for you? 
what ads, individual ads are working for you, what targeting is working for you. And when you don't have that level of truth, it's really hard to make the right decisions about what's going to actually move your business forward. So, you know, everyone's complaining about iOS 14, the, the collapse of you know, Facebook as basically being this money printing machine that it was for so many of us in, in the uh, direct response world for so long. And, you know, it, it, this is where the real marketers shine. And I think anyone who's listening to your podcast is obviously trying to level up their game is, and is going to be able to, to uh, rise to the top in, the, in this kind of time. But I would say really dial in your tracking. And there, there's click-based tracking. You know, there's first click, last, last click. There's also all, all sorts of great tools out there that handle that stuff. What we're starting to do also is do something called uh, media mix modeling, which is not only taking the, the click-based data, but also looking at model data showing what is actually driving results very much top of funnel. So first contact, what ads are you going to put out there that are actually going to scale your business and seeing that effect downstream from there. Um, so we're not, we're not the only people doing this. There are a lot of other folks doing it. So I would just encourage people to look into um, other ways of tracking besides just looking in your ad platform and really get a granular understanding of what's driving results for your business. It's super important, no matter if you're on YouTube, no matter if you're on just Facebook or writing email, native, whatever, this is super important. So really encourage people to do that. Yeah, dude, I love that. Would you argue that if someone's going to make YouTube ads work, they need to have uh, an organic success or they need to have a YouTube channel? Or is that a thing? No, no. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's great to have an organic presence. Um, but a lot of some of our biggest clients were spending 50K a day, 70K a day on up. Um, they We launched them with a channel with, with no history, ad accounts with no history. It's all about having a great offer. And that's, that's, that's the, you know, not the 80, 20, that's like the 95, five that gets you in the door to that kind of scale. I'll, I'll tell you one thing that we're doing, um, I think is really fascinating is um, whenever I want to make a video strategy work, the very first thing I'll do is I'll create usually about 17 different videos. All of them are selling the same product but in 17 different ways. And I know 17 sounds weird. That's because I like having seven videos that focus on pain and 10 videos that focus on gain. So I've got 10 different potential gains and seven different pains. And so we'll run these 17 videos and uh, usually local uh, local videos is kind of how, how we do things for the companies that I work with. And so we'll run these 17 videos and find the winner, the clear winner that's just destroying all of them. And then we take that video and we contact the local movie theaters and then we switch it and we start paying a per month amount, which is significantly cheaper than it would be uh, on, on ads. And we run that video in the movie theater just wow. before the feature film, while also having you know a few other videos rotate. Um, and it's a 12 month contract, but to put this in perspective, we were spending, I think, like $3,000 a month on, on ad, local ads for a local uh, Dungeons and Dragons shop, believe it or not. Nice. And we found the winner. There was one ad that just, you know, just destroyed everything. Uh, this was Facebook video. And then we just took that that one video and paid for it in the local movie theater. So now when you go to watch the movies. I'll, That's I'll ingenious. Watch. I've never heard that strategy. I'm impressed. That is super <laughs> cool. That is Thanks, super yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's really fun. And just, you know, because once you've got a winning video, it's like a no brain. So what was really cool is of all the videos we tested, and I'll, I'll share just to let you know, for a local store, the one that worked best was we exist. Mm. and because they either know you exist mm -hmm. and they've already been there 
or they have no idea. And, yeah. you know, our town has, the little town that, that the store is located in has like 90,000 people. Yeah. And the store only has the same 100 people that go through the door. So That's this, insane. This, yeah, the ad literally starts with, we exist. And it says, did you know that our little town has a game shop where you can buy all sorts of games from Dungeons and Dragons to Magic the Gathering, but better yet, We'll actually run family nights to teach you how to play the games with your, your kids or your parents. Uh, we'll teach you how to paint. And all the classes are completely free. So if you're looking wow. for something fun to do in town and you want to try a new experience, come along to the store. Um, and as an added bonus, we'll even give you a free gift the first time you visit. What a brilliant, our- amazing offer, honestly. Amazing offer, amazing marketing strategy, amazing execution. That's fantastic. And I love Thanks, how it's... I yeah, no, I'm serious. Like the offer is insane, first of all, because it's not, it's like not just a store, because a store has been commodified to where you can go on Amazon and probably buy everything they have in that store, but you can't go there with your family and create these moments. And there you are, you've created the situation where people are probably going to the movie theater with that same intention to create this sort of like really connecting moment with their family. And this whole, this new thing that they weren't even aware existed is also there. What a perfect crossover of demographics, psychographics, everything. Fantastic. Thanks. I, I, I appreciate that. Thank you. But what's funny is because obviously there were 17 versions. One of the versions focused on the fact like, you know, your kids are playing video games. They're not going out. You know, bring them down to our store. We'll teach them how to play games. Yeah. You can bond with them. That bombed. Yeah. Like, yeah. it was like no one wanted to deal with that. Um, yeah. And then we had one that was like, hey, we're going to give away some free stuff. Just come yeah. in the store. No one cared about that. Yep. The, the one that did best was just, yo, we exist. Hello, yep. we're here. And then these lots of little benefits um, that will be like all the things you get. Like we felt the painting really appeals to women. Actually, uh, yep. I'd say half of the, the painting classes are women who mm-hmm. don't really want to play Dungeons and Dragons, but they do want to paint dragons and unicorns and stuff. And then uh, the little kids want to play Pokemon and they come in and do that. And then the adults are really interested in playing Dungeons and Dragons because they heard of it in the 80s. The resurgence yep. was a stranger things has them wanting to come in again. And, uh, and yeah, so super fun. So I That's appreciate it. Thanks for, for validating it. But yeah, it's, uh, it's in our local movie theater. So super I want to say one more thing on that that you, that, yeah. that, that, you, you, that you brought up there because it's super interesting. It was kind of the most straightforward ad that won, right? It's just here yeah. we are. Here's the offer, essentially. So we actually did a test. So we were scaling this offer um, for, we spent on these 10 ads, just we looked at these 10 ads, we did a study, we spent $8 million on these ads, okay? So a lot of data. We're really curious, one of these ads outperformed everything else by a mile. It was like no comparison. So um, there's a guy, his name's Paul Ekman. He's a-, he's a uh, I know Paul Ekman, micro expressions. I have got the exactly. certification, did the training. He, okay, exactly. so you're reading my face right now. I know it, I feel- more self-conscious than usual. <laughs> so, so there's soft. So we, we actually built software that looks at your micro, can evaluate your micro expressions and basically quantify your emotion on that scale, you know, valence and arousal scale. And so uh, it also quantifies it attention as well, because our attention is correlated with how our eyes are tracking, how they fixate, how they move, etc. And so we did a study where we looked at all these ads. We ran them by a hundred different people per ad. So a lot of different people look at these ads. And we did an analysis and it was interesting. Like my hypothesis was, you know, the best ad, the emotional component that's going to sort of signify that ad is going to be something like surprise, you know, or some kind of like arousal, right? That was my hypothesis. And I think, you know, most of the people who on our team were working on this, that was kind of a mutually agreed upon thing. Like, of course, it's going to be something that activates us. Happy. Well, 
Exactly. Right. So it turns out it was the most boring ad, like quantifiably boring ad. That was what signified our best ad. And the way that this ad started was for just this price, you get this. And then just like you said, for the Dungeons and Dragons shop, walk through all the benefits, right? And all the different, you know, here's what you're going to get, blah, blah, blah. Very straightforward. It was the most boring ad on the emotional recognition graph. So I think that's super interesting. And from that, you know, that's a, a sort of starting point we use for a lot of the ads we do in the agency is sort of that's kind of like, okay, we're going to, in our 17 ads, we're going to test, right? We're going to definitely try that approach. And maybe it's not going to work every time, but it's a good starting point. So yeah, I, I think that's really cool. It's actually the same with us. Whenever we have an offer, we have a number of metrics that we always bring in as like the control that we know typically does well. So you actually just changed me because I'm now going to add boring as one of the metrics. But I, I often, it's funny, um, we do a lot of email marketing. Mm. And I often say to my writers, um, if you want to have a successful email campaign, you need at least one, maybe even two of the emails in the campaign to be a basic, boring, you're going to get this for this amount of money. And because of that, you will achieve these benefits. And often that really, really basic, boring email is the one that generates the most revenue because it's the most simple to understand. And we know that grade five English sells the best always because it appeals to the widest audience. It's the easiest to consume. And when most people are you know, watching TV in that, <laughs> that, that like mundane yeah. mode they're not really higher level thinking it needs to be basic so they're not having to process complicated words yeah. and if it's really simple and basic that's the thing that's going to be like yeah i do need that Boom. absolutely um so so a fun question i'm, I'm curious about have mm -hmm. you noticed whether sales are higher at nighttime for video ads that's a good question i don't know off the top of my head i'm going to venture to guess it's going to be different by offer but that's a really good question I, i'm curious about your hypothesis there I would love if you can run this mm -hmm. for you to test this and let me yeah. know because you've got better data. Because I suspect mm -hmm. that evening ads starting after 8 p.m. going through to 4 a.m. Mm -hmm. in any individual time zone will be the best sales, no matter what the offer is, and nothing mm -hmm. else will beat it. Because QVC and infomercials have known since the dawn of time that is when people buy because they're in that lethargic, tired state. And they're not sleeping because they're missing something. Mm. And when that, that TV ad appeals to them correctly in the evening, they'll buy it. Um, I got hooked on Copper Chef. I bought like every cop, like my whole kitchen is Copper Chef. And nice. Stuff. nice. And, right, which I love. Uh, but Copper Chef sold me on pork chops because the, <laughs> the whole, it was not about Copper Chef. It was about freaking pork chops. And I, I remember distinctly, and this is crazy to know when you saw an ad, but I saw an mm. ad when I was in a hotel room late at night and mm. I arrived so late that they weren't delivering food anymore and there was no restaurants nearby. Mm. So I put the TV on and the only thing on was this thing about pork chops and how to cook pork chops. And I spent an hour watching the way <laughs> they cook pork chops thinking, man, I really wish I could cook pork chops exactly like that. And I didn't buy it then. I went away a month later and then re-kitted out my kitchen in complete Copper Chef stuff and still have not made pork chops. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I always think about that right. internally when I think about advertising because it worked yeah. so well on me, but it clearly sunk in that night and became yeah. a part of like, my subconscious. Like, Because I clearly still associate Copper Chef with pork chops, although I never cook them.
that's magic of inception, right? The magic of good ad. Right. That's, that's it. Yeah. Get it in at 2 a.m. So yeah, if you run that test, please, I'd love to love to know. Absolutely. We'll keep All right. Posting. So um, yeah, let's just finish up then. So um, in your mind, what do smart businesses do? What do smart businesses do? I would say smart businesses, um, I'm not making this phrase up. I didn't originate it, but I think it's really smart. So emulate first, innovate second. That's what I would say. Yeah, smart businesses do that and they track, they, they track what they're doing and they, they're emulating, they're applying what's already working for other people. They're trying it themselves. And then from that, you know, genuine innovation can occur. That's actually going to drive results. Dude, I love that. Ian, it was great talking to you. Thank you ever so much. Um, for everyone that's listening, go check out Vitao. I've already downloaded it. It's awesome. I've been browsing it in the background. Um, thank you so much. You've been listening to Smart Businesses Do This. Now, if you're new to the podcast and you want to learn more about how to build a smart business, then the absolute best place to start is with my Smart Blueprint ebook. Over 10,000 people have already gone through the book, and it's one of the most comprehensive resources on strategically building and growing your business that you can find anywhere for free. Just visit thesmartblueprint.com forward slash ebook to grab a free copy. And I'll see you on the next episode of Smart Businesses Do This.